Hello, hello, hello. This is the Founder Hour After Hours. I'm your co-host, Pat. And I'm posh and it's Halloween coming up, so that's why we're speaking all spooky. Apparently. Yeah, I'm trying to be spooky, but it's not working. It's not really Hopefully working. the music was spooky I in the beginning. Get, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> What's going on, guys? This is the After Hours, and we're excited to have you here with us. Um, this is If this is the first time you're tuning in, it's the time when Patton... Uh, Patton... <laughs> Posh and I, I'm Pat. Uh, Posh and I chill, talk about uh, random stuff, and it's going to be really random today. So we'll see where it goes. You know, it's funny. So we just got a we just got a DM. Oh, perfect. Random, like literally randomly. Right now, like literally as we're talking. Like literally right now. Perfect. Love you guys. Big shout out from Milan. Listening to this at 5 a.m. here. Huge. That's fucking awesome. It's cool. At N O I O G. I don't even know who this is, but at what? At N-O-I-O-G. Oh, that was going to be like no IG. Like. At Noi OG type of. He's Shout out Noi CEO of Cool Barter. Not even sure what that is. We are coming very soon is what he says. But you know, that's awesome that getting some love from from Milan. Um, love it. I think we're in almost 100 countries right now. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. It is. I don't even know how people are finding out about it, but it's pretty cool. So if you're, if, you're, if you're in another country and you're listening, um, hit us up and let us know how you found out about the Founder yeah. Hour. What you think? Uh, we definitely want to hear from you. Um, but yeah, uh, let's let's you know let's get this thing going in terms of getting some topics here. But uh, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about what you're reading right now? Yeah. So I'm not typically a big reader. I w- I've always wanted to be, and I have a lot of books. Um, I have like hundreds of books, and I probably read. My like philosophy is I'll buy the book and I'll just put it on my like countertop, yeah. and then at some point if I pick it up, great. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like having just a lot of, a lot of options there. Um, but I was at my girlfriend's dad's house, and I saw a book on his bookshelf, and it was just it, it just was like very colorful. Yeah. It was orange. It was an orange book, so it stuck out from the rest of the books. Um, and I'm a judge a book by its cover kind of guy when it comes to books, because honestly, like if you write a book and it's a good book or a bad book or whatever, but if it's a good book and you don't put in any effort to make the cover look good, I mean, it's like making a great point? product with shitty packaging. Yeah. Like, it's That's how I feel about it, right? Like, same concept with, like, wine or anything else. Like, make the label nice. Like, make the outside nice because that's, that's what I'm going to see, right? Like, I think it's a pretty good uh, – it's a good lesson is, like, just make things look as objectively pretty as possible. But anyways – that's a different side note. I agree. Um, this book was called Made to Stick. Perfect. It stuck. It stuck because it was orange, and I'm sure that was a part and, of their and psychology. And it has a big piece of like fake tape on so it. So it's like a fake duct tape. Yeah. And it's cool because there's like another texture. Uh, and it's about why some ideas survive and others die. Uh, it's written by brothers Chip and Dan Heath and uh, New York Times bestseller. Uh, I think they wrote it back in 2007. So it's been a while, but it's still pretty relevant. Um, you actually, so you actually told me about this book. You, you got me this book too. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to really read through yeah. it, but I think one of them taught a class on this at Stanford. I think, yeah, he, I think he still might also, I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. And I think the class is called like me to stick why some ideas survive and yeah. others die. And, and I think I thought I, I, I obviously I, I like the cover, but then when I was like, Oh, what is this about? I wonder before I bought the book, it was kind of about like fake news and how like fake news kind of travels 
faster around the world than something that's true because it's something that sticks easier, right? Like you remember the like, f- you know, things that are like rumors and yeah. you know the, the stuff that hasn't really broken. I think out it said yet. something in there where it's like, why why does it always sound more interesting when it's like a friend of a friend versus like your actual like right. why are their why are their lives more interesting than your actual friends? Right, exactly. And, and I think that's because <laughs> like, that's how rumors spread. And it's irrelevant for social media too because like you're always like looking at the friends of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend and you're like, how do I even get to this person's page? Yeah. But it was more than that. It was about like you know what goes into the, like the psychology behind like marketing campaigns and like why some brands are stronger than others or why some ideas are stronger than others and i think at the core of it all is like simplicity um and whether it's an idea or a campaign or a brand i think simplicity is important it goes into different concepts and it's a book i'm currently reading yeah uh one of the things that you know it talked about in the book and you know when we were just talking about this offline uh is they tell this story and i want i want to tell this story and um I want to then kind of hear from our audience on what they thought about it um, and why they thought it stuck to them. And it was a story that the author wrote about a friend of a friend. You know, it was kind of like what you were saying right now, right? A friend of a friend had told him about this story of this man um, who went to a hotel, was there for a conference. And uh, after day one of the conference, he was at like the hotel lobby getting a drink. And he finished his first drink and this lady approached. And this man was married. Uh, but the lady asked, Hey, can I buy you a drink? And the man said, you know, sure. Why not? You know, we got a drink next day, woke up in a bath of ice in his hotel room. Doesn't remember anything. Doesn't, doesn't know what happened. The woman's not even there. And he's now wondering like, what is happening? So he looks up and he sees a note on the bathtub that says, don't move, call 911. It's like saw. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's like, like some saw yeah, shit. I mean, like this is like going with our Halloween theme here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so now he's sitting in a bath of ice. Is like has a note that says "Don't move" and like sees blood in certain places. So he calls nine one one, and and he explains, "Hey, I'm in an ice bath. I got this note, and immediately the person on the other line knew that knew what the situation was. So he asked this man." Hey, can you check behind you if there's like some sort of tube hanging from your behind? So the guy puts his hand behind and there's a tube. So now the guy's like tripping out and they're like, you've been the victim of a, of a kidney heist. Like they stole your kidney. And that's why he was in that bath of ice. And, you know, now it's like the guy thinking, what the hell is going on? Right. Obviously, the story is not true. Right, and that's what the authors are explaining. Yeah. But but it sounds fucking interesting. I read it three weeks ago, and you still remember it word for word. Yeah, and they say that in the book that you will be able to remember the story word for word. Yeah, because every single thing, whether it was guy sitting at a bar, woman buys a drink, bath of ice, you know, kidney stolen. You just, it's not something you hear every day. It's not something you hear every day. No. It's simple to remember. It's interesting, and it captures you from the get go. I think I had a conference I think they hotel even room. Proceeded after that by, to to like you know uh, told this, the, like some chemistry thing yeah like a, like an explanation of like a chemistry thing, yeah. experiment yeah and they're like forget like three weeks like right now like call your friend and like try yeah. to recite what, what it said and you you won't remember it because yeah. it's so complex and like yeah and then after that they gave like this example of like a non-profit bylaw rule yeah that, like you're like or a mission statement sorry and you're like what does this even mean right and i think and and, and it was and and that book got me hooked because this i think the first thing was that kidney high story um and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, yeah. I would uh, now I'm curious to see what 
these guys are all about because if they can start a book like that and capture me from the get-go i my attention span is very short but if a book can capture me that quickly which is usually the problem like within the first five ten pages if i'm bored i'm like you know screw it yeah um this one was like okay i can apply this to like business life relationships volunteer like anything right it's definitely not just a business book like i read the intro so yeah, it was like just like i haven't it's read definitely not a business book, book. yeah i don't it's think not, it's a business no book. Um, i think it's more psychology my, but my, my takeaway from that was really you know in life like no matter what it is there are a lot of things that are really complex and i feel like a lot of people feel the need to like you know um when they're like explaining it to people or even right. explaining like what they do or what they're working on they tend to get more on the complex side of right. like this is what i do and like x y and z mm -hmm. but the, the the more you know um it's it's easier to simplify it and you should simplify it because it doesn't it doesn't mean that like you you know you don't know what you're talking about right. or you're like less than right it just means that you know enough about it to not be able to throw around big words and expect yeah. the next person who's a lay person most likely yeah. uh understand exactly what you're talking about it, i mean and, and look it's not an easy task to simplify complex concepts at all right i think it's like a very special skill it takes time like they bring uh, up a lot of teachers research. like teaching like uh, you know sciences right. or math right. you know mathematics like these are really complex things where you know, it's it's interesting. Like mm -hmm. the the professors that do the best right. are the ones that are able to simplify it as much as and possible. I think you and I both know that to be fact. Like you yeah, know, like sure. from our own college and like you know, yeah, anyone who's gone through the school yeah. system knows that. Yeah, because again, like there's just certain things that you're not going to understand until you become an expert in that topic. So I think simplifying it and like almost using imagery to yeah. you know give those examples. Like for example, like that kidney high story. Like you can you can create that movie in your head. Yeah. Right. But if I told you, you know, you know, some guy's kidney got stolen and he was left left in a bathtub, you have like you're like, and then what? Like you didn't feel the intensity of the situation. You didn't. Nothing was a build up. Like you're not gonna remember that. You're gonna, you're gonna forget it tomorrow. Yeah. You're gonna be like, oh, or okay, like the yeah. like that example they brought up about popcorn and how yeah, yeah. Um, these researchers found you know how how dangerously bad it was for you like the popcorn and movie theaters yeah. and they were trying they had this like nationwide campaign to like yeah. um, and it was all like numbers based and caloric intake but, right like, like, nobody okay, cares. like it's like you know one bag of popcorn because it's like you know baked in coconut oil has like 37 grams of saturated fat or whatever it was right who knows but, what that means exactly but they didn't come out for and say like that's good this is what it is but you know the the audience doesn't have anything to compare it to or like you know be like well why is it so bad like how bad is it right so they came out and said something like you know I'm butchering it, but it's like, you know, a bag of popcorn has the same amount of saturated fat as like a big, you know, a Big Mac and X, Y, Z, like all these different like unhealthy foods combined. Know. And yeah, like which you, you know. know what a Big Mac is, like yeah. you know what a Whopper is, exactly. know, whatever. Like, combined, like that was exactly. like the statement, that headline, and right. it went viral and everyone picked it up. Exactly. And so like, and, and that's like, I think that's the genius of advertising perhaps, or even just like branding or messaging in general. Like, I think especially these days with so much content out there with, so many businesses the only way to stand out is to have better messaging like and not not just like the copywriting not just like you know what you're saying just in general like use the use of colors the use of feeling like like with made to stick like you said that duct tape like it has a different feeling than the rest of the book yeah right like those are the things that you remember another part that i, I remember was just interesting was you know i don't know how they quite explained it but it's kind of like when you know something it's really hard to know what it feel feels like not to know it yeah, that was great. And so you have to sort of clear your mind. Like yeah. when you're trying to, again, explain an idea, whether it's through marketing, yeah. whether it's through just conversation, like right. put yourself in the person's shoes yeah. as much as you can, as hard as it 
you know, my, my favorite example of that would be like, uh, like telling like a parent or a grandparent how to use an iPhone, like you know, right. or like how to use Instagram, right? Like you're like, are you kidding me? Like you just go and click two times, and that's a like, and you post a comment, you post a story. Like how hard how hard is that? Yeah. To them, like they didn't grow up on like the advancement of technology like at a fast pace like we did, and so even though with us it's like we do like I could literally text and post a picture in my sleep. It's like rocket science to them sometimes. And I'm like, I'm not trying to sound condescending, but like, right. But it's, it's like, it's really hard for someone like you to, to know right. what it feels like not to know. how Exactly. To Cause I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. are we seriously having this discussion of how like you should be, you know, putting this together? But like, or like it'd be cool if there was like a computer program for your brain and you just went in there and like, yeah. like, you know, deleted some stuff or hit some stuff. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. But yeah, so um, that's what I'm reading. It, it seems like a great book. I can't wait to yeah, finish it. Same here. I mean, it's hard for me, you know, it's hard for me to really kind of stick it through. Like when I sit down and read, I can read, but yeah, it's, and this one's interesting. This book's interesting. I actually do want to finish it and like apply it. So I'm trying to take notes and whatnot, but it's been good. So what are you reading? I just finished uh Ikigai, yeah. um, which was, is, is pretty much like a Japanese way of life. I yeah. guess, and what also for like you know happy, happiness, like like achieving a like a long life uh, and a and a life full of happiness. It's just interesting, actually. Um, um, we learned about it from Ashley Merrill, who we had on the podcast. Yeah, uh, founder of Lunia. Um, she had mentioned. I think she did the Ikigai exercise, which is yeah, not really the the, the book isn't based on the exercise. It's just okay. sort of like a supplement to the exercise. But okay. the exercise is available online. Like anyone who's interested, check out Ikigai. Um, it's it's basically like an exercise to figure out sort of like what you're meant to do in life, like what will bring you the most fulfillment, um, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, the book is cool. Uh, it's pretty much these two guys that um, they mainly go to these places called Blue Zones, which I think there's like five or six of, like around yeah, the world. Yeah, maybe a little more. Um, here, I think there's one in California. It's like Loma Linda, right? Is it Loma Linda? I think um, Loma Linda, yeah. 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 Um, Loma Linda or something, Loma something, yeah. I think something like that. And um, pretty much a blue zone is like an area where the people living in there, living in that area, tend to live like much, much longer than the average, okay. you know, human. Is there any reason like why particularly or? Yeah, so that's pretty much what the book goes into um, is you know interviewing these people, understanding like uh -huh. what their way of life is and why these people live like hundred, ten, hundred, fifteen years old. Okay. Like the average, I think. They they studied and the the youngest person in these blue zones, for example, like the one in Japan, mm -hmm. um, is like was like eighty five. Like they're all like super old, but super Crazy. like at it. Like they're like every day they're active, like physically or mentally. Both. They're so they're physically active, but like super light. They don't they don't do like hard exercise. Right. Like super light exercise, like you know, taking a walk even, um, and, and then also like from that all the way to what they eat. Um, for example, like one thing I learned was like there's this. Uh, Japanese, I guess, tradition yeah. or proverb or something that says like basically eat until you're 80% full, not 100% yeah. full. So they don't like feel bloated or lethargic right. and kind of just like right. it, it really affects your life. Like you, yeah. you, know, you get tired, this and that. So that was interesting. Um, I feel like Middle Easterners like us, we eat 120%. For sure. We definitely like, more than, exceed, more than yeah, we we exceed what we should. <laughs> so it's been a challenge. I've been trying to implement bloated. it, but it's been a challenge. Yeah. Um, it's definitely cool. It's definitely something that I would love to try. Like, yeah. I think it's probably uh, easily implemented. Too. It is. And I'm trying to be more mindful of it. Yeah. And speaking of mindfulness, um, obviously, like, you know, they meditate a lot. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of interesting stuff in there in terms of, like, from person to person, it differs. Yeah. But the the one, like, common thread that I noticed was pretty much people 
in these places, um, they find enjoyment in a, like everything that they're doing. Like they don't do anything that doesn't bring them any joy or fulfillment. Right. Interesting. Like it's not a, about the money. Like these these people are not rich. They're not super right. wealthy. They're living actually below the means of probably the average human being. Like they're just in these like villages, and but they're like so happy and live so long mainly because. So this was a, one concept that really stuck out to me is like it's called flow um and pretty much it's it's like do the things that make you flow so right now let's say like we're podcasting right yeah. now and we're like having a good time and it's like feels so easy to us and yeah. it's great like that's flow you know like anytime you're not doing something that you just feel like you know I'm not you're out I'm, of your flow it's you're out of your flow like the river no longer flows yeah you're 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 definitely not on the right path to feeling like happy i, I would say what how does or one I, I mean the book would say how does one find flow yeah great question um by literally trying as mu as many things as you can by being like by exploring different things um trying yeah trying different things finding out what makes what you enjoy like what do you enjoy passing time right. with you know people enjoy drawing people enjoy making music people enjoy you know writing a computer program like people enjoy building a desk whatever it might be i definitely even, don't enjoy that. even if it's not like something that would make you money like go after it as hard as you can because it could eventually be like your thing you know um there are people in these villages that like their flow is literally like going and getting water for the community. Like they'll just but, go. I mean, go. do they need money? Like to play devil's advocate, like do those guys need money? I mean, does if they don't need money, does like anyone need money? I don't know. You, I mean, you can pick up and leave and go move there and 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 not and have what? to care as much about money. I mean, it's a big life change, but like it's yeah, it's kind of within your means. Like it's definitely much harder. Like. In Western society, like I mean, we're in LA. Like it's definitely not easy to You'll just come chill home all day and be quick. happy. Yeah, exactly. Like you, there's a very big yeah. cloud over your head in terms of how am I going to make money to like pay my bills and survive and be able to live in LA. You know, in this like right. hub of like so much opportunity and this and that. I think like what, going back to like what Ashley said, like in terms of you know ikigai and like the four things. Um, you know, it was what you love, what you are good at, what you can be paid for, what the world needs. Yeah. I think that the two things that are it's a little simpler to figure out are what you love and what you are good at. So like passion and profession, right? Like those right. are what they describe it as. Um, the, or, but here's my only thing with that, right? Like, yes, I can talk about, you, you know, you can pinpoint things that you're good at, but it's also like, how do you, like I'm 27, right? Like I feel like if you haven't been able to explore enough things, it's it's for me personally it's hard for me to like hone in on on one or two things that i feel like i'm really good at that i'm calling myself like that's it like I'm, right. that's what i need to do like i'm still kind of i don't know me personally i'm still in like i feel like i'm always just like trying to learn new things and see what else like i, I could like or be good at you know but then but isn't that, that at that point that should be your like mission right i feel, I feel like if that's that i don't want to call it soul searching but i mean i guess that's a part of it but like it's almost like the discovery phase like Mm -hmm. if, i mean it's gonna come in stages like if you don't know enough yeah then number one should be try to learn as much as possible to know enough to then make a choice of like what you like what you're good at what you want to see yourself doing like not even just in business like i'm talking about in general yeah uh, i don't think that's a like this like sure this podcast is about business most of the time but like a lot of times our founders obviously they're human beings and so it's more about the things they enjoy like you know especially the creatives yeah you know, you know like the jeff coles or you know, the Shelby's and, and Sandy's or 
you know, Rachel, Cole, and, you know. Chelsea. Yeah, and yeah. Chelsea, right. And, you know, th- like the more art creation focused people who are. I, I think, mean, them, the but also like other people too. Like, for example, like Jason Worslin, who, um, you know, built the Theragun. Like right. the guy was right, clearly, he was clearly passionate about, um, you know, the sort of self help like physical right, self-help right. space but he didn't really like being a chiropractor like the traditional chiropractor he he wanted something else he wanted and so he built the theragun right um which um obviously has done so well great product. Um, yeah great plug here too that if anyone wants a wants a theragun we have a 10 percent discount code so hit us up um yeah. that was not that was like, not planned by the way it just, <laughs> just no, I know. and a lot yeah. of people have <laughs> requested and have used it so um, you know yeah, that's awesome because like both it is a great product. Are, yeah, yeah, we both have the product and like we love it. But uh, also but yeah, like Mark general, Merrill, yeah. like Mark Merrill, yeah. um, created like League of Legends. Like yeah. he he was just a gamer and he right. he built a game. Like he wanted a better game right. than what existed. So it's also like just because something is not a big industry or there's like a mm-hmm. clear path to making right. money doesn't mean that it's you shouldn't pursue it. Like that I, could eventually become like chances are if you like it, there's a plenty of other people out there that yeah. like it or will like it or will like it. And yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned. Like. I've worked for a few people now, and um, you know, I think I've made it very clear on this podcast that I don't like it. Yeah. Um, in fact, a couple of people came up to me and they're like, "So I'm no longer at my job." But a couple of people asked me, "Like, weren't you worried that like your boss would listen to the podcast and be like, uh, why are you talking about like not liking work?'" I'm like, I wish my boss listened to my <laughs> podcast and found out that I wasn't enjoying work because I would have loved for him to know that, yeah. right? I don't give a shit. I think I'm very transparent about that and I've always been because I know that there's a lot of other people that feel the same way and I don't think that you need to be stuck there. Um, You know, I think we've heard it from a few of our founders but I think for me it was like time to take that leap of like, you know, I am confident enough. I respect my abilities and my skills well enough. I respect those around me. I trust those around me and I know people that are around me are going to uplift me whenever that time comes to do my own thing or whatever it may be, right? I think that, you know, part of that discovery soul searching process is recognizing why something doesn't make you happy either. Right. And, and actually to that point, um, something I really took away from chef Tim, like he had a really interesting perspective, chef Tim Hollingsworth, um, of OTM. Uh, and, and it was something that like, I kind of like looked within myself. like, actually that makes sense. Like I, I really resonate. It really resonated with me was that I think we asked him like, you know, working at French, the French laundry, he was the, you know, chef de cuisine there for a long time. Um, you know, was it hard like working for somebody? And he was like, no, he's like, I actually strived like in that environment. Yeah, he loved sorry, it. sorry, thrived in that environment yeah. and he wanted to be in that environment. Like he, he, he was good at that. And yeah. it doesn't mean that he was, he isn't a good entrepreneur. He no, clearly he's is. Definitely an entrepreneur, um, yeah. So I think that, you know, I think there's this like notion of like, oh, entrepreneurs can't work for somebody and they're just like not, it's not manageable. Yeah, it's, not it's absolutely not true. Like if anything, you should be able to like, you, like an entrepreneur should be able to to be in that position because it's not about whether or not you can. It's about whether or not you the want right, to. Like right it's more like too. a fulfillment thing, at least for me personally. It's not that I can't work for somebody. It's not that I can't be in an environment that is, you know, it's not like my business or it's not my project. I'm working for somebody else. See, I could do that, right? But the the piece that, I always struggle with is the fulfillment part. Like to me, um, I guess the way I look at the world is like life is so short and you're only here for a finite amount of time. And it's like, why not go, you know, big if you're going to do anything. And, and look, there are, there are ways to do that obviously. And I'm not, I'm not general. I don't want to generalize here. Like, you know, when you, if you, if you work at a company, like you could be working on something really cool and really big picture. Um, but in, in most cases, like to get to that point, 
you obviously have to work many, right. many years and right. really climb that ladder. So I think that's something yeah. about our generation too is like, well, it's it's a lot, I guess, easier now to start a business yeah. than it was before. Sure. So it's more a lot harder are, to like maintain that. But business. it's a lot harder to sustain it for right. sure and grow it to a point yeah. where it's like actually lucrative. I think like, look, I, I worked for someone for two plus years at this point, which Same. is not a long time. Yeah, it's not. But uh, I mean, we're still young, but like there, I think because I'm somebody that does a lot in that short amount of time, it feels like five years. Um, and it's just a personal preference, right? Like, I think that's what it is. It's And more so, I think what happened with me is I started to enjoy things outside of work less because my mind was always working, yeah. right? It wasn't the physical time at work. Um, it wasn't not liking what I was doing. I mean, that was a part of it. But more so, I think, especially at a young age, we think that life is only work. Because you're like, oh, if I don't build in my 20s or my 30s, I'm shit out of luck in my 40s. That's not true, right? Like, that's just not, that's not facts. Um, I think that one way to counteract that is, one thing I was talking about, like, right earlier with you was, like, finding the things that you enjoy doing outside of work. Like, whether that's, you know, going and, you know, hiking, whether that's, I don't know, going to a museum, going and painting, going and singing, joining a band. What, I mean, whatever. I don't know what it is, but like yeah. there's a bunch of different hobbies out there. Like, you know, yeah. I think that if you can find your time and fulfill it with things that are not work related, I think that also will spill over in a positive way to your work, even if you don't enjoy your work. For sure. And 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 I guess, um, I mean, I mean, it's also like, look, like most people out there don't have the luxury or the privilege to even, you know, oh man. We're sitting outside and uh, this mosquito just like got zapped and it smells like barbecue. Um, and not a good barbecue. Not a good barbecue. Um, you know, what I'm saying it is like- It smells most, like the mercury when like dentists- It's pretty disgusting. Um, like that one are putting fried. in a filling. Holy shit. Um, it smells like mercury. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm saying like a lot of people don't have the privilege to even like chase after starting their own business because like they need to make money to pay the bills like today. Like, yeah. so, so I'm saying it like if you have that luxury, like don't- take that for granted um if 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 you there are things that you um are passionate about that you want to you and you really enjoy doing and things that make you flow um figure out ways like to make that your profession like it's not doesn't only need to be like a side thing i mean unless you want it to be and and you'd rather do something else for your job but if like i feel like there's a lot of people that hold back on really taking it to the next level and always like kind of label it as like oh this is my side hobby or this is just like my side thing but like you know if 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 you wanted to make it your full thing you could just figure out how to do it like right. it's not it's it, it could be done for sure it just takes effort it takes intentionality it takes like yeah an, like an f you know a very focused approach of how can i make this my full-time thing yeah and i think even if it means taking you know five steps back to take two steps forward like yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do and i think look or two steps back, five forward. Yeah, but I think the one main thing to remember, I think that constantly, like I think I remind myself is like, just do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, like fucking do it. Yeah, just honestly, it. <laughs> you know, it's like because everybody has great ideas. A lot of people have great ideas. I've heard a lot of them, and I think we always talk about this. It's the easiest thing to come up with an idea. I think that I wish someone could just pay pay me for my like ideas. <laughs> Seriously, be great. But I think that a lot of people are afraid to do it. It's not that they're not able to do it. You are. Everyone's able to do something. You're right. afraid to do it because you don't know what the unknown is, right? Like you don't know what that's going to result in. 
And I think that's fine. I think that society, I think, has put a lot of um, a mm. lot of uh, emphasis on failures and startups failing and this and that or whatever. And the perfect life of right. like you have to have shit figured right. out by the time you're 29 or you're like like done. That, that's automatically you're gonna fail yeah. if you have that mindset. You're gonna automa- I don't care what your product is. I don't care what your idea is. Yeah. I think if you go in to whatever you're doing, I say I'm gonna do it because I have a firm belief that I think this is gonna work. And you just keep doing it, and you just keep making it work. Guess what? One day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be like, "Holy shit, this thing actually worked!" Yep. And you started a company like Bird, which is a fucking scooter company. <laughs> I just want to shit on Bird real quick. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, like, look, if if they like, were the fucking most scooter, people thought of Bird, they would not have like they would just like exactly done what you just did, like laughed it off and be like, "That'll never happen." Like, right? Like, and or, but like, it happened. Subleasing space to other but companies. <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't want to talk about we WeWork. don't work I don't even want to talk about we work so basically we work um, <laughs> they're renaming the company to we don't work or no work or never worked we shouldn't work <laughs> never worked don't work <laughs> do not work I mean like I mean, there's so many different things uh, they should just take out work from their entire equation but anyways it well, does, it's not the working we com- we, they are google the we company yeah they're the we company go google it their CEO is a dirtbag the company sucks just shit hit the fan. Just, just dirty. Anyways, yeah. Um, don't no, start. Don't start a company like that. Yeah. <laughs> don't start a company like that. So if you have, a, if you have an idea like that, or maybe you just hit us up. Maybe you should. No, you should start a company like that. Just don't do it the way they did it. Like, just don't ask SoftBank for an investment <laughs> or that. Um, or or do. I mean, fucking SoftBank. I mean, is- ask them. Don't take their money, but <laughs> yeah. it's a whole different. See what story. you're worth. Um, but anyways, no, yeah, sure. we could keep rambling about uh, with that topic. If you guys want us to do a live event about our philosophies on life. Hit us up at you know uh, the founder hours at the founder hour on Instagram, um, but yeah, that's, so that's that's our current reads. The current reads. I feel How like we could have read those books in the time yeah. that we had. I don't that know session. what that last book was that we talked about. Icky guy. No, no, no. I mean, like after that, we talked about like working, talked about for, working for other people. That was stemming from <laughs> the one, flow concept. Yes, in yes. Or or it's a foreshadow of a book that might be coming out soon from Pat and Posh. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Um, it's cool. called Flow. What else we got? What else we got on this after hours? What else segment? do we have? So it's almost Halloween. Yeah. Um, I don't have a costume. If that's your question, <laughs> I, I don't think the last costume I had. I think I was four years old. I was a fireman. Um, still a fireman. Um, <laughs> it doesn't fit anymore, but I'm still. A fireman. Just the costumes change, but the the person hasn't. No, so the costumes change, right? But what I do hasn't. So yeah. it's you know you got to fight fires all the time, especially here in LA where it's fucking shit fire season. It. Yeah, dude. So, I have to get my so, ass yeah, evacuated. Porter Ranch fires. Yeah. What happened there? I, I mean, what happened? I I was here in Glendale yeah. at your house where we're recording this podcast yeah. right now, and uh, just went on Twitter and boom, fire, 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 fire. Thousands of acres. Thousands of acres, and it's right next to my house. So I go and pretty much we had to get evacuated. But um, mainly, like, I mean, fuck, these firefighters are n- the best, dude. They I mean, are. like, they're such an, they're the such an people. underappreciated oh my God. role. I mean, literally. I, I mean, I got, I got to talk to a couple of them that yeah. night, just kind of, like, on, out on the streets. I mean, these guys, yeah. like, they're just, like, there's no, you, you know, you try to understand, like, why? Why are you doing this? Like, thank you, but, like, why? And, and, yeah. and, and there isn't really an answer besides these yeah. guys are just really good people. Like, they, yeah, they're not making. They're definitely money. not doing. It for, I mean, they make a decent amount decent of money. money they're they're not, not doing it for that, right? They could go and do anything. They else can do for a, lot, that money. a lot of other things yeah. that make them more money. Yeah. I mean, these guys are just putting themselves. Yeah, 
in harm's way for other people. Yeah. And I mean, there's like that extra level of yeah. like just altruism yeah, for sure. that they carry with themselves. That- for sure. And I feel like, I, I think one thing I want to touch upon is like, I feel like you and I talk a lot about entrepreneurship and starting your own business. A lot of people don't even want to do that. Right. right? And shout out to the people who don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, lucky you, because yeah. you don't have to be, you just don't have to go <laughs> to sleep every day. Shit. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, but, and I, and I totally appreciate those people because mm-hmm. that's just the, that like the, don't want to and know that they don't want to yeah. and like are open about not wanting to. And then like, and they're just doing fine. their thing and they're doing great and they want to achieve a certain level of success. And that's, and that's great for them. And that's majority of the population. And, we, I want those people around me because I think that they provide me with insight to th- certain things and expertise into cer- certain areas that I don't know about and probably wouldn't have known about. Yeah. And I think it's important to surround yourself with those people. I think divert. I think one key thing, honestly, is diversify your network, like mm-hmm. your friend network, not your like professional network, like your friend network. Like, continue to hang out with people and you know be friends, but make an intentional effort to like be around people more often that have a different mindset than you. And I think this is applicable just to like, yeah. you know, even politics, which we won't get into, or religion, which we might get into. Um, <laughs> no, actually, no, fuck it. Let's get into religion. No. Dude, let me tell no, Okay, I'll make Dude, it, I'll make it entertaining to, for you. I'll, I'll make it, I'll make it entertaining hour. for you. I'll make it entertaining. <laughs> Kanye West's album. I didn't want to talk about it. It's fucking trash. That's but, dude. It's not but, trash. Okay, it's not trash. Okay, fine. Okay, we're not. We, gonna we can this. we can debate here if you no, want. No, let's not debate this. <laughs> um, one thing, uh, Catherine, my girlfriend, pointed out was that Kanye's first hit was. I don't know Jesus if it was walks. First. Yeah, Jesus walks. It wasn't his first, but yeah, it was like, like one of the first. One of his first, yeah. And now it's come like full circle. To yeah, like because this whole this Jesus guy... thing. So tell me, like, you're a music guy. Tell me about what is this theme? Like, what is? I mean, like, what is this? Is this bullshit? Is this just marketing? What is it? No, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Kanye. Uh, Kanye, uh, just his old music. If you listen to his old music, he's it's obviously better. he's obviously a very different person. Like, if you listen to his old music, he's not the same Kanye. Um, and I think, like you just said, he is sort of coming back to that point of like who he who he used to be. I think he went through a really dark time. Mainly, I think his mom died. Uh, and throughout those times, if you hear his music, um, it's a lot darker. Like he many times like calls himself a god, and like he has this like he had these like really crazy episodes of just like you know um, going off about just like who you know himself. And he still does that. It's not that he's changed that aspect, yeah. but at least from a religious perspective. I really don't care, obviously, but like it sounds like he's more. Is he born tune. again now? Yay, must be born again. Apparently, he is. I guess. Uh, I think. I think his wife Kim Kardashian had a lot My to do cousin, with it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot to do with it, as in like um, she, she encouraged him, or her actions were so sinful that he's like, I must repent for her. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, she did. Uh, she did. Um, she had a She did go to Armenia oh, recently. Oh, 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 okay. And she uh, baptized her children at a Christian church in Armenia. And, okay. And uh, she's been doing a lot of like stuff for the community. And like she's pretty mo- pretty open about that. Because yeah. I think her dad, Robert Ka- Kardashian, yeah. Yeah, was yeah. a very strong like yeah. Christian. Um, or, so, yeah. Was he? I, mean, we don't, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't Only know. God I really don't have much to say about this. But uh, I don't know what Kanye, where Kanye's religious you know, beliefs lay. But um, I, I, I do like the album, though. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm curious though. Like, I think you know, I think people talk a lot about you know the music, but I think that kind of coming back to the first point that we made today, like messaging, like, yep. you know, the guy's obviously like an influencer in society. Like, he's an influential person. Yeah. Um, I'm curious as to what sort of you know impact the words in his music will have um, on current culture, because I think that you know religion is one of those things that I think 
I personally seen dwindling in terms of like the younger generation, like being involved with religion period of any sort, Christianity, Judaism, Buddhism, Islam, whatever, right? It doesn't matter. Um, I think it's less prevalent in this generation. I wonder if someone like Kanye or artists in general will influence the younger generation to consider religion, whatever sort of religion that may be. Um, yeah, I think that's again, I think we might have talked about this in the past, but like it's kind of the line between religion and um, just faith. Like, yeah, believing in God doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go to church every Sunday right. or read the Bible every day. Like, yes, that's great if you can um, do it, but like it doesn't mean that you're not a Christian if you don't, right? It's right. like, it's like who, who, who's, who's to tell you that you're not? So right. I, I don't know. I don't know if like he's necessarily <laughs> preaching about religion. I don't think he is. Um, I think that he was very much inspired to make a, an album um, that was kind of like a gospel album. I mean, gospel music is a very big part of like the African community, obviously. Like they're, they go to church, like a lot of them go to church every Sunday and, and sing gospel music. And it's, it's mu- their, their churches are a lot more like focused around singing than like, you know, maybe like predominantly like white churches that are more focused on just like the pastor speaking or whatever it might right. be like they're they're like i don't know if you've ever been but it's like the, the, the best environment it's like they're all like it's just so happy like the music like everyone's singing it's very culty like, you don't hear that in a way it depends on where where it is but yeah um but anyways he brings that to like an album but it's like his 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 um his beats are like still kanye beats like it's not it's like all right <laughs> i mean dude follow god was great though like that one sample? good song. <laughs> I Anyways, just, I, the lyrics, I think, it's not his best work. album yeah. for sure. Uh, it's probably not his top. I just top five of best albums, but it's dude, music it's, overall. It it's like it's off lately. I don't know. I just feel like it's not. <laughs> it's not doing so hot. Not him. We just need Drake. I'm talking, Drake talking to about in general, album. like, like we haven't really been talking about music much. Like even this Kanye album, like it was talked about for sure because like he like didn't launch it. Several I think it times. ebbs and flows, and I think that a lot of artists. Um, sometimes want to like kind of kick back and see what's going on before they come back and drop like an album like they don't sometimes like less is better um less is more and you know sometimes it's not the right time like like there are times when it's dry out there like the holiday season's dry huh Nah, not really it depends i mean we need some like lady gaga like something like just hot to come out you know i don't know speaking about jaylo and shakira doing halftime show at super bowl is gonna be hot oh hot Patriots versus 49ers. Check it out. Um, okay, so speaking of a lighter topic, traffic. Um, obviously, we love it. We love traffic. The other day, we, we had an interview. We were very inspired the other day because we oh, actually sat through us, dude. two hours I mean, of traffic. I literally drove from West LA. Hadn't done that in a long time. It was one of the For the record, I used to do that life. every day, so yeah. no one hit me up being like, oh, you don't know what it's like. Uh, we want to do a little bit of market like. research. We rolled down our window, and I started saying hi and hello to everybody that had their windows down. 95% of drivers do not have their windows down on the freeway. That's a that's a fact. 5% do. 11% of those 5% respond to yeah. a hello from another vehicle. The other 89% just look at you and be like, who the fuck is this guy? Exactly. Probably because of the way I look. Um, but anyways, so oh, Pat and I, that was so relevant, but regardless. So Pat and I... Um, a lot of times we just brainstorm like random ideas, like on a, at least two, three times a week, we'll just have like a random brainstorming session, um, which I think is pretty cool because it keeps the juices flowing. I think the like theme of today's episode is like flow. Yeah. Um, flow. Yeah. Flow. Connie's beats don't flow. 
<laughs> Ikigai flows. Traffic doesn't flow. Our brainstorming flows. Anyways. To flow um, or not to flow. To flow or not to flow. Always flow. I think like yoga, you I think it's going to be the, doing the title of this podcast, to flow or not to flow. People will be like, what the fuck is that? I love it. Um, I've been doing yoga lately and there's like flow in there yeah. too. So well, exactly. Well, it's part of that. It's part of that. Perfect. Part it's of the same, it's the same flow Amazing. we're talking about. Amazing. Here. Anyways. So we brainstorm a lot. So today we decided, a lot of people have been asking us, how do these brainstorm sessions look like? Well, guess what? We're going to tell you how they it look like by showing you. involves a lot of... No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? No one asked us. We're still going to tell you anyways. So here's how it goes. Very simple. And this is not acting. This is not wishful thinking. This is not unlikely likely. Wait, what are we doing here? Exactly. I'm, I'm about to tell you. It's a, it's a, it's a real brainstorming session. Okay. It's a real brainstorming session. Cool. So we start off with what we really hate in life. Um, oh, or what really causes problems or issues or whatever. We've already told you one of them. Traffic. We fucking hate it. We hated it more. We still hate it because we just experienced it. So Pat and I will just kind of sit down and be like, yo, dude, like traffic sucked. Like, what can we, what can be done? Like, what can be done about it? Obviously, like God knows a lot of people have been thinking about it. Elon Musk is like building, like God knows what he's building. Um, he's building something. Um, so we'll just kind of go back and forth. So here, Pat, I hate traffic. What do you like about traffic? Nothing. What do I like about traffic? Nothing, but. Actually, this was something that um, uh, had come to me like in the past when I used to sit in traffic every day. Yeah. But it was reignited the other day in traffic, and we had yeah. a very deep discussion yeah. about how bad traffic is. Yeah, it's really bad. And, um, you know, let's, uh, let's talk about some solutions here. Um, yeah. Look, the positive of traffic is that there's a lot of people in one area of the world at one time right so let's pause right there so see what he did he took a problem that's a massive problem he Are you saw an opportunity it? i'm the dissector yeah. <laughs> i'm the doctor okay. here, dr posh he took a problem and he found an opportunity go on okay so let's that's like a that's like we can agree on that there's a lot of people that's in it. one area that's that's what traffic is it's congestion yeah. Right. A lot of people, a lot of vehicles. A lot of people, a lot of vehicles, and everyone's going through the same fucking shit. A lot of unhappy people. A lot of gas, brake, gas, brake, <laughs> yeah. gas, brake. More like right? just brake, not brake. Yeah, brake, roll, yeah. brake, yeah. roll. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so what can be done? What can be done with these people? What's the best possible scenario? <laughs> yeah. Look, if you if you're gonna be driving cross town in LA in 2019 at 8 a.m. in the morning, you're gonna be in traffic. So yeah, yeah, you're gonna be in traffic. Even right? if you bird it, even if you bird it, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna be in bird traffic. You're gonna yeah. be in flock traffic. Bird shit, bird shit. Exactly. Love that. Yeah. Um, we should like send that to them. Uh, if big there's a trademark lawyer listening right now, trademark that right now. Big That's campaign. fifty dollars, anyways. Big campaign. Yeah, big. Um. Uh. So. So. The chances are we're not gonna get rid of traffic, unless we get rid of people or vehicles. Okay, I don't want to talk about getting rid of people. Neither do I. Someone's done that in the past, and it wasn't and good. Didn't, didn't turn out too well. And we're not gonna get rid of vehicles as we know it because there's gonna be some form. What's the alternative? It was horse and buggy before. Yeah, that was the model. What's the team. alternative? We fly. Okay, we can't fly yet. Not yet. So, and even then, we're gonna have air congestion. Right. So. Elon's working on tunnels. Uh, I don't think he's anywhere near completion. So, no. I'm just gonna say Definitely we can't not. get rid of cars, and we always can't get rid. Of All right. Cars. So here's where he said that there's opportunity because there's people, vehicles, and he said. That there's not an immediate solution to the problem. Right. So what he's trying to do is come up with a band-aid. Yeah, if you will. But it, it could be a band-aid for a very long time. Like it could be a wound that like never heals. Like the scar is going to be there. Got it. But it's, uh, you know. It's like a stent. Yeah. Like it's like one of those things that eventually may lead 
to the actual solution. Got it. Like, I think that a lot of people, like, when they think of traffic, they, they probably jump the gun and go like, oh, yeah, like, flying cars, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. like, no, that's not going to happen in the next 10 years. No. No, not even freaking 20 years, maybe. Like, maybe probably 30, not. 40, 50 nope, years. Probably not. So, we need a solution now. Right. So, I feel like people are like, what the fuck is the solution? And they're he doesn't have one right And they're yet. expecting something super revolutionary. But I'll tell you what. The best ideas right now are not revolutionary. Why right now? Because it's right now. Oh, got it, got it. Like, if you want to start a, a business, look, if you want to start a business right now that is solving a problem that we're probably not going to be able to solve in like, to like 15 years from now, 10 years from now, it's not the right time to start Don't that do business. It. Don't what are you going to do? Not make money for 15 years just because you're, I mean, you yeah. have this grand vision? Like, it's yeah. great to have that vision, but start where you can start today. Right, right. So, um, so here, here's the solution. <laughs> <laughs> or one solution. Yeah, here's one solution. To uh traffic. Well, no. So here's where the positioning comes in, right? Yeah. You're not trying to solve traffic. You're trying to solve the feeling people get when they're stuck in traffic, right? Or like Right. So alleviating Because the traffic is inevitable, right? Alleviating the stress of traffic. Yes. That's the problem he's trying to solve. Now, he's problem. not trying to solve traffic. He, he he found a problem within a problem. Exactly. And he's the, trying to tackle the, I'm that trying to get to the problem. root of the problem. Right. Well, uh, the root no, you're the, not. You're not. You're not trying to get to the root I'll, of the problem. I'll, I'll tell you what the root of the problem is, though. Too many cars. No, no, no. Yes, but the root of the problem from a micro level. That's the Which macro. Like the, the mac From a micro level, yeah. Okay. Or, or the stress, the lack of productivity that one feels okay. sitting in the car for Got two it. hours not Got doing it. shit Got because Got you it. have to operate a right. motor vehicle. Right. That's a problem within a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. But it's like the core of the, it's the root of the, okay. the human, the, the, the micro problem, okay. right? So how can we solve the micro problem okay. before we start talking macros? Um, social networking. Okay. So check this out. I have an app. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. Because, social networking. Look, look, because. Okay. We always talk about it. Like, the world is so spread out and Instagram, you know, all this, you know, Facebook, cool. Like you'll be in like freaking Milan, like the homie that just messaged us yep. and we'll be here and we'll get to talk in real time. Cool. Sure. But we always talk about like, we need more physical experiences. We need more people to come together, like stronger community, this and that. Well, you just have thousands of people in one area at one time sitting in their cars. Take the cars out. It's a fucking rave. It's a concert. It's Coachella. So what difference does it make? I mean, before we get a performance in the sky, let's Ooh. talk. Let's talk uh, networking. Okay. So let's uh, let's think of it as a big mixer, right? Okay. Everyone's showing up to the mixer with their cars. Okay. Everyone's hanging out on the freeways. The freeway is okay. the venue, and you know, bring your bring your business card. You know, BYOB. Okay. Like we're we're hanging out. We're hanging out on the way to work. Okay. And here's a chance to potentially here here I'll explain to you how we're gonna get rid of the cars. Uh. Say there's an app, okay, yeah. and you get to so connect. So driving, you know, 101 yes. to 405, whatever. Exactly. 57-minute commute. Exactly. And you connect with Doug, okay? Doug. Doug. And Doug is like six cars away from you. He okay. happens to be within your proximity. Okay. Going in the same general direction as and you And how are. do we know he's going in the same general Because uh, you're both stuck on the 5 north okay. go, or whatever, the 405 north, okay. south, going whatever. that way. Okay. Whatever. But how, does he, how do we know that he's going to go to my similar destination? Or we no, don't we don't care. know the destination. We don't care. We it doesn't care. matter. Got but it. chances are- Right now in that moment, he's in the same Chances direction. are if he's going from Sherman Oaks to Santa Monica, okay. like he's probably going to stop at Santa Monica and okay. not go all the way to wherever. Okay. 
It's where the industrial towns are, where the Regardless, work is. Regardless, okay. irrelevant. Okay. So anyways, Doug is there, and you see Doug through your window, and he's just like... Oh, you see him? You can, Maybe, maybe not. Okay. But you connect with him on this app. Okay. Boom, call. Call. Doug picks up. Doug picks up. What's up, guys? What's up, Doug? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I no, say no, what's not up, guys. Doug. Not guys. He says, what's up, Posh? You okay. say, what's up, Doug? What's up, Doug? And you just proceed... To having a conversation, like, yo, yeah, where are you headed, Doug? Traffic. Okay, so let's let's, let's role play it. So you're Doug. Yeah, I'm Doug. I'm Doug. Okay. <laughs> we get connected, ring, ring, whatever. Yeah. Hey, Doug, what's up? I'm Posh. How are you? Where are you headed? Yellow, I'm Doug. I'm going to Santa Monica. Where are you headed? Doug, why do you have a really cheesy <laughs> accent? Because I don't want you to know who I am. Okay. So here's where he, <laughs> where the creativity comes in at the app, where... Pat has created a filter, voice filter, where people don't even know what they sound like, right? That's, that's part of it. <laughs> All right, take that out. I'm kidding. So he takes that part um, out. So we're yeah, going to remove that feature. That feature. Yeah. Snapchat. That's a key, key part of business is when you see something that doesn't work, yeah, remove the it. Snapchat. So it approach. didn't work. Okay. Um, so what's up, Doug? Doug, where are you headed? What's up, man? Uh, yo, I'm going to Santa Monica. Nice. Uh, what do you do? I work at WeWork. Where do you work? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, no, no, no. I work at a WeWork. Oh, you work at a WeWork. Yeah, got I have it. a startup. How's that going? Like, is that impacting any of you guys or anything like that? No, just do my thing. Just do anything. What do you do? Um, Let me guess. You're a marketing a mar- specialist. <laughs> yeah, I have a marketing agency. Of course you, you do, Doug. How did you know, Doug? I see your car. It says I'm a marketing agent. <laughs> I literally see. Why? Because I'm driving a Mercedes. Is he driving Mercedes? Okay. Yeah. Um, everyone's. By the way, so I don't. Everyone's a marketing in marketing in LA. Yeah. It doesn't uh, matter what car you're driving. It, everyone does marketing. <laughs> um, so now we connect, whatever. Like, okay, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. You know, that's yeah. you know, like I need somebody that the market for me. <laughs> exactly, or or just I need a friend, or I just uh, need someone to talk to because okay, it's I need super early. I don't need, a, I, don't need, I don't need you as a friend. Hang on, like at this time, chances are you don't know a lot of other people who are stuck in traffic. Like your friends might be like working somewhere. Like you don't have anyone, or someone might be sleeping. You don't have someone else to call maybe in the morning. Every or, single and morning. nobody probably wants to talk in the morning either. If you're their friend, like no one wants to hear your yeah, problems. But yeah. I'm down. I don't know. Me personally, I'm down to connect with somebody. Um, who's like in a similar shitty position as I am that probably is going to be someone that could bring value to my life, whether it's just friendship or, or not. partnership or whatever it might be. Or some humor because they're so or some fucking humor. stupid. Exactly. Yeah. It can be great. Yeah. It can pass the time. Okay. So let's Not to say, mention keep your brain active because right, you're having so a conversation. Doug, you and I connect. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, you know what? This guy's not too bad. Perfect. What happens next? What happens next? I mean, like, is there anything? Like, does oh, it shit. matter? Sounds good, Doug. Where are you coming from, Doug? Oh, I'm coming from Burbank. How about you? Me too. Okay. No way. Where are you headed? Santa Monica? Me too. Oh, wow. Dude, why How don't we just do? carpool? Wow. Yeah. And then what? And then one less car on the road. Okay. Then. And now you can drive. You can take the carpool lane because Doug and Posh okay. are in the same car. Going to the same city, right. from the same city, okay. saving gas, saving time, okay. and you have a friend that you can talk to in the car, yeah. and imagine the next day you connect with Billy, and Billy yeah. also so happens Posh to- driving, connect with you Billy. Can, every single day, you can, go, you can carpool with Add somebody else. Driver, yeah. I don't know, at some point. So now, so now there's car, less cars. So, so Doug, Billy, Posh had three cars, one, two, one, one, one. Yes. Doug, Posh, now one car, so now we have two cars. Yeah, hold on. And then Posh, Posh and connects Billy, to Billy- so Posh and Billy go on one, in another car, no, oh and no. then one day they all three go together. Yeah, one day Posh tells Doug, "Yo, I have a friend Billy. Can he join too?" Doug goes, "I'm three down. cars We're the three best just became that one. No one ever had three cars just became one. You've cut yes a third of the cars on the road. Yes, economy scale. A third, a third of the congestion and the third of the pollution. 
third of the pollution, and a third or and three times more, three times better climate, and three times better. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, I don't know. Plus, yeah. um, on a micro level, you get to work faster because you're taking the carpool lane. Um, you pass the time faster because you have homies in the car you can talk and to. And this is the free model, by the way. Here's yeah. where here's where the yeah, beauty comes free. in. You want the paid model? We're gonna provide you Wi-Fi in the car wow. so that while your driver's driving, you two are working. So now you're getting shit done on the way there. Yeah. And I think you could switch it off, right? Like one day Doug drives, one day Billy drives. Now you're saving gas, so you're spending less money. Like now yeah. that is not Actually, only are you helping the up. environment. Fuck it. Why is it free? Fuck it. Ten ninety nine. Go fuck yourself. A month. Yeah. A day. I mean, like, <laughs> a day. I'm kidding. I mean, Fine. You, you'll save more on gas and time. A month. Nine ninety nine a month. And would you not pay nine ninety nine a month to do this? Hundred percent. Plus, just announced partnership with Netflix. You sign up for this app. Free Netflix. Free Netflix for a year, and you can watch it on the way to work. No, any content. I mean, we're, we're a content company, right? Yeah. Like, we're providing user generated content. Well, yeah, UGC is what it's called. So, like. It, I mean, like phone calls are content. Like you I just, can, I, like I think no, that but beyond that, but beyond that, like I think this is what we talked about. Like we can also have this can create now a platform, right? Like let's say somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk loves to talk, loves to talk. I mean, just this guy doesn't stop talking. Okay, like so much talking that I can't stand him anymore. Anyways, so now we ca- call Gary V and we say, look, we have a bunch of drivers. Here's our audience. This is who's listening to you talking. Why don't we do a show, the Gary V drive to work show where you just talk because that's what you're good at right Iki guy yeah what you're good at but that's kind of like doing, a podcast how about make you money it's more interrupt interactive though. right but that's what i'm getting to oh, oh yeah so the people that are using our app can now interact like a radio show with gary vaynerchuk so now he's not only talking he's also answering live questions from commuters the advertising opportunities for that podcast yeah huge the advertising opportunities for that show big right like i mean it's we can literally start making money off this idea, right? So, like, 100%. now we start with something where, okay, do we have users? Yes. Is there a problem? Yes. Is there a problem within the problem? Yes. Can we provide a solution? Yes. Can we build an audience? Yes. Can we scale? Yes. How many forms of revenue? Multiple. Boom. Billion dollar business. SoftBank here. We fucking I was going to ask, what's the TAM? The total addressable market. And it's definitely over a billion dollars because Big. I yeah, would pay. Big. I mean, a lot of people would pay. To not sit in traffic. So, Pat, are you a carpool company? Are you a content company? I mean, what the fuck is this? No, we're a social networking company. Wow. So you're <laughs> so you're so okay. So is your competitor Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat? Like what? Who's no, your because I don't have a competitor. Oh no, com- no competition. No, there's no competition. You can't be on Instagram while you're driving, can you? You can, but you'll go to jail. I mean, I mean, they might give you a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like you know, like a communist country yet. Might um, be, might be soon. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you might go to jail depending. Like on they should how actually have, answer the cops. See, like okay, so like made to stick the book that we talked about earlier. Total side note, but U.S. government here's a great ad campaign. Want to go to jail? Keep texting while you drive. You don't think that'll fucking stick? It for sure will. Yeah, and now you'll end driving, uh, texting and driving. Just jail. <laughs> I think you That's can, it. you connected to a major problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's the key way to not do business. Incentivize, don't penalize. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, no, for sure. Um, so, yeah. So, when are we launching this thing? Shit. Right now. I mean. Check I'm, out www.callasyougo.com. 
It's like one of those scammy websites. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so like that's really kind of how our brainstorming works, right? Like we literally go through different situations and it, things of like the things that affect us on a personal. Oh wait, this level. was like role play. Yeah, that was. Fake. Oh, that was just, that was a fake. Yeah, I told you guys it wasn't, but it was. Oh shit. Um, but it's like it was almost. Not, it it wasn't really fake, but it was like more so the. Why we brainstorm and how we brainstorm. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's like, and I think I encourage people to brainstorm. Like, even if you're not entrepreneurial, I think one of the things it does is it allows you to get more creative. Um, And I think everybody has a little bit of creativity in them, maybe even a lot of creativity in them. And I think it's a good idea to um, explore that and um, Mm -hmm. see what that leads to. Amazing. Anything else? Anything else? Um, well, I'm glad the Lakers are doing a little better. We'll see. It's early in the season. I mean, I'm glad know, the Lakers are doing well in the it's Warriors. It's more exciting. Are. It's more exciting. Clippers are good, too. Yeah, we can't give deny some shout-out to the other. We'll LA see what team. happens when PG gets back. I think they're going to be worse, to be Hopefully. honest with you. Um, USC Trojans, we went there. They I don't won want to talk about recently, it. But, yeah. <laughs> Until mean, Clay Helton <laughs> is gone, I don't want to talk about the USC Trojans. LAFC Sports is doing Killing hot. It. Uh, presidential debates coming soon or elections next year, 2020. Yep. Dude, 2020's coming up. I know, man. 2020's coming up. That felt like that felt like decades. By the way, we just celebrated two years of the Founder Hour. Oh, shit. Happy Big. birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. 100, this is 114th episode. Yes. Crazy. Big. Crazy. Very big. Um, we got another 114 coming up. Yeah, another 114 coming up. Uh, really cool guests coming up. I mean, really, really cool guests. We've had a lot of cool guests recently. And honestly, you know, one thing, you know. If you know Kobe, let us know because we're trying <laughs> to get Kobe. Is that who we're trying to get now, Kobe? Um, yeah, Kobe's cool. You know, one thing I really want to encourage is getting our audience involved more. Yeah. And I think that's something that Pat and I have set as a goal. So what we're going to do is before we interview our guests, we're going to go on Instagram and Twitter and we're going to ask you what you would like to ask that guest. We're not going to, we're going to tell you who the guest is. There's nothing to hide. You know, if we're interviewing Magic Johnson, we're going to say, Hey, we're interviewing Magic Johnson. What would you like to ask him? And we genuinely want to know him because we've already started implementing this on the last two episodes yeah. that we've done. We it's want been great. Cause like you awesome. and I, uh, and it's cool. Cause like, you know, most, uh, you know, podcasts like this or interviews yeah. have like one um, host or one yeah. like yeah. person who's asking questions. Yeah. In our case, we have two, but it's right. still only two perspectives right. and we have an audience of, you know, all, all you guys. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's cool to see. When he says all you guys, like thousands of people. Yeah. All, everyone listening. Um, we want to hear what you would ask because, like, that could be something probably something that we just never thought of. So, yeah, um, definitely want to make it as valuable as possible, yeah, or something that's more applicable to your life. Like, if we interview somebody and you're like, Oh, I, I wonder what that person thinks about how to, you know, spend money on, you know, growth, whatever, right? Yeah, it can be anything, Great. honestly. If, if it's somebody that has done it, that that person can give you some applicable example, uh, an applicable example from a real life situation that they've dealt with. I mean, these folks that we're sitting down with are really like thought leaders and, you know, yep. individuals that have done such great things. And I think it's a great opportunity. And we talk about it all the time for Pat and I, it's been an opportunity to really get our like MBA almost mm-hmm. like, and really learn about situational stuff about what it's like to, be a business owner, run a business, manage employees, manage expectations, take an idea from idea to product, take a product from product to product. So like, right. Like you learn a lot about a lot of different things. And I think that's what it takes to be a founder or an entrepreneur. Um, you have to really be somebody that quote unquote knows it all, but not really knows it all. Well, you just so. have to be a student. 
You just, at all there's times. no at end to times. learning. Yeah, at all times. <laughs> uh, and that's why we want you guys to get involved. Like, you guys are the students along with us. And, uh, you know, we may have the microphones, but you guys have as much of the power to ask these questions as we do. And we encourage you truly to ask these questions and, you know, even give us feedback on like how we're doing and critique us. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you've made it this far in the episode, and I hope you all have, um, take a moment to go and review us and rate us on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast. Um, I mean, and, yeah, like let us know tell somebody think. about it. Yeah. I mean, mainly just want to hear what, like your honest feedback. Like, yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. Give us, I don't care. Like just tell For us sure. what you think. Yeah. And, and um, look, I think that because Pat and I from day one decided that we're not going to make money off of this thing and it was more so just, you know, a platform to share stories and we love stories and we love reading stories. We love telling stories. Um, I think the best way for us to have an impact with this podcast, and that's really what we aim to do, uh, is by having you help us spread the word about it. Like, if you enjoy listening to it, why not tell somebody? Like, just tell them, hey, you know, like, I listened to this specific episode on the Founder Hour, and I loved it. Check it out. You have nothing to lose. We have nothing to lose. We have nothing to gain. You have nothing to gain. I mean, actually, we both have something to gain. Like, you, like again, like, yeah. we're not getting paid to promote the books that we talked about, but, like, we genuinely enjoy the content, and we want to share it with you. And I think that, you know, if what we're doing here is trying to grow a community and, you know, influence people and, you know, have others influence each other, that's what it takes is to really kind of build this stuff together. And, you know, we try to support as many people as possible around us, and um, we hope to continue to do that and see where the Founder Hour takes off to in the next two years and beyond that even um but you know just engage with us and we're very we're very very responsive so we try to get to people as soon as possible um send yeah us hit email. us up um i, I mean you, we usually post the instagram story like for the questions but if you want to like email us um you can email us at hello at the founder com. yep um with any questions you might have just general questions that you, you would want you would be mm-hmm. curious to hear from like any mm-hmm. founder we can ask those and then uh the instagram's at the founder hour Right, Twitter's at the Founder Hour. Yeah. We're trying to be more involved on Twitter, I think. Shout out Twitter, man. Twitter, I've been posting on Facebook recently. Damn. Um, dude, I, I mean, dude, I saw the top 10 list of the most downloaded apps, and Facebook is number two after TikTok. Not surprised. Instagram not surprised. is like number three or four. Yeah. Crazy. People are still downloading. I mean, it's still big. I mean, it's still big. I mean, like, there's a way we got to 100 countries. It must have been Facebook or right. something, right? Um, which is pretty crazy that we're still in 100 countries. I'm, like, pretty... like uh, It's hard to wrap my head that's around. That's more that. than 50% of the world. And it's not... A, like, a lot of them, we're, like, charting on them, like, right? Like, we're, like, top 100, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Mexico, like, Sweden. I mean, like, yeah. Denmark. I mean, U.S. is, like, shaky. Like, here and there, we'll be ranked on something. I mean, there's just so many podcasts out there like it's, it's it's really crazy but you had sent me like some stats recently and i think it was like an average of like or the top 25 percent of podcasts have like an average of 100 something episode 100 something downloads that's the median no that's the median across it's not even the, the top median. the median downloads per episode is 125 is that downloads. higher or lower than the average the median yeah i think the median is this pretty much like the because the there's the median and there's the mean Right. Um, oh, I just checked. We're top 200 on United States right now. Really? Entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship? Oh, sick. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're over an hour, so um, again. It's always the it's case. Always I, mean, it's, I mean, it's the founder hour. What do you want us to do? <laughs> I mean, we literally start off every episode saying, okay, 30 minutes. Yeah. It just happens to be an hour. But you know what? When you're good, be twice as good. <laughs> that's the, I mean, that's what Elon Musk that's, told you at your graduation. <laughs> 
and Elon Musk is a billionaire. So guess what? We go in with 30 minutes, end up with 60. We had, to, we had to have mentioned Elon or it wouldn't have been after hours. Did. Yeah. You guys, I mean, I was going to say happy Halloween, but some people are going to listen to this episode like next Halloween with <laughs> the numbers that we have. Like people have been listening to episode one today. Um, the mirth. Yeah. That's 113 episodes ago. So Amazing. go figure. Um, All right. That's well, it. Have a great week. If you're listening on Monday, if you're not listening on Monday, have a great day. Kill it. Don't do anything that you don't enjoy. Hell yeah. Don't do anything you don't enjoy. In life, in business, in relationships, anything. You don't like it, don't do it. It's not worth it. Facts. See you next week.